Welcome to the new monks. This podcast is dedicated to those of us on the journey of evolution. Through these episodes, we will dive into the lives of individual people and discover what they have learned and how they have handled their growth. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the New Mux podcast. I am Jay Muller and in this episode I talk to Em about her awakening journey. We discuss a life-changing moment where she had quite an, a traumatic incident escaping an almost sexual assault and how everything became very clear in this moment. Following on from that, she found herself in depression and then stumbled into tarot which she says she used as healing and as therapy and being in touch with the mystical realms is always something that as a child she remembers very distinctively however due to societal pressures and so on she was in denial of it but this moment really forced a shift and brought tarot and mysticism back into her life once again she also shares with us practical things that she does and what it really means to love who you are. I hope you enjoy the episode. So usually how we start is if you could just take a few deep breaths in and out. just say how you're feeling right now. I feel really nice actually. Aww. No, I do. I feel really relaxed. I feel like I've had like a nice productive morning. Things are unfolding as they should in general. I feel good. That's nice. nice. Nice and relaxed. Good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, so I've met you very recently. Indeed. And don't know so much about your history, Jess. <laughs> Where I've come from. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I guess the, the best place to start is the awakening, let's call it. Great place to start. <laughs> yeah. Everything before that doesn't okay. matter. Well, it, obviously... It's just a series of unfortunate events for me, I think is the best way you could describe it. Well, it's interesting. So, um, Carl Jung, he says in one of his books that in the end he, got, he forgot about all his like memories and the most important thing was this feeling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's it. That is it. It's, it's low. It's. Okay, well, let, let's go back. <laughs> let's go and we'll come to this. But okay. yeah, okay, okay, definitely. This, okay, this is what has come off of the back of the awakening. Yeah. So let's... Love it. We'll go a little bit before and then to there and then carry on. <laughs> so, yeah, my, my life was 
like I said, a bit of a series of unfortunate events. To the point I have a tattoo on my leg that says, Trouble loves me. Wow. Yeah. That is how it felt. You know, like, life was always happening to me. Yeah. It wasn't unfolding pleasantly around, as I said, when we began. It was happening to me. And it felt like a battle. And an ever-losing battle that was, in some ways, getting progressively worse. And changing. And then slightly better, and then just falling back again. And the awakening happened off of the back of quite a monumental experience, let's call it, which is when I was living in Marseille and I really was not in a good place, let's say. I was in a relationship that I knew wasn't right. Mm-hmm. We were more friends and roomies than you yeah. know, lovers or anything else. We were companions, two sad souls together, <laughs> eating a lot of cheese and bread. <laughs> The veganism took a bit of a hit in France, I'm not going to lie. But I was not doing anything particularly worthy with my time for myself. And one fateful night, I was followed home to my apartment. And about 10 metres from my door, I was backed down a very dark alley. Um... And I thought I was being mugged. And then when I tried to give my phone to the perpetrator, and he just didn't even move a muscle, just kept walking towards me, totally unfazed by me trying to give my possessions to him, I realized that this was not a mugging that was about to take place. What the hell? That's crazy. And this is the point where my life, like, changed. Let's say this is is the starting point. So when was this and what were you doing in Marseille? Okay. (laughs) So this was in 2000 and... uh, I want to say the beginning... Yeah, it was the beginning of 2017. Okay. This was off the back of Brexit announcement. Yeah. I was dating somebody who was in a relationship with somebody who was French. Okay. Who was living in London. We'd met here. And Brexit was causing a lot of heartache at this point. He was getting abused in the street, verbally. And it was around the time of the World Cup, I think, or the Euros. And people were just being quite racist, let's say. It was quite yeah shocking, yeah. really. Yeah. It did really show its ugly face for a while there. Yeah, it did. And my partner was not really enjoying London anyway. And so one evening we were sat outside in our flat and I just said, do you know what? If we we leave, we leave. And he said, yeah, okay. And that was our deal. We said, if we remain, we remain. We make it work. We figure out what we want to do. But if people want you to leave because mm. they feel like that about you I don't want to be here and I mm. know that you don't want to be here mm. so we go mm-hmm. so we said okay They're like, where are we going to go okay let's go to France you're French my French is terrible but I know more than let's say I do Mandarin <laughs> so it seemed like it's not too far away yeah, 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 yeah. you know so and he is from the south of France, a little village outside of Marseille. And so I visited there 
and I just really fell in love with it. Had a really like a vibe. I'm not saying it's like possibly the most pleasant or steady vibe, but a vibe. <laughs> Nothing and a vibe survived, you know, <laughs> and I was feeling it. I was really like, yeah, cruising around, you know, have a little smoke, the sea, the sky is forever like the bluest blue because it's a port. So it's just insane. So that was it. I kind of had already made my mind up like, I kind of just want to go anyway, even if we don't leave. But anyway, lo and behold, we vote to leave. And then six months, we said, right, we're going to save up 10 grand, six months. We're gonna live on a shoestring. This was my mentality at the time. I didn't really understand how to manifest, so it was like, we're living on ramen <laughs> for six months, and we're gonna save 10 grand, and then we're gonna move to France. Okay, let's go. So that's how I ended up in France. Yes. And like I said, it, we were kind of two sad souls yes. running away from everything. So what happened in this incident? So, I'm not gonna go into the gory details, but I was attacked brutally and wow. at the point where it was about to transcend into sexual, severe sexual assault and I don't know what else, I <laughs> saw the light, I had that moment that you hear about in stories and when people tell them on like TV shows, I had that moment, I was totally surrounded and encompassed by just the whitest light. I can't even explain it. It's like wow. just a burst of unconditional love and it feels like you're just suspended in nothingness and everything all at the same time. Mm. And it wasn't all bliss. It seemed to go on for a long time. I feel like it was probably a nanosecond or something. But this voice, and it was my own inner voice, and just very loudly, it said, you have two options. Wow. Yeah, it was like, you have two options. You've wanted to die, you've tried to commit suicide, and now's the time to bow out if you want to. Or you prove to yourself how much you want to live, but you change everything, make a decision now. And it was, maybe it was not exactly like, it was a voice, but the vibration, the, the understanding of what I had was that in that very moment of total surrender and suspension. And I just understood, I just said, no, that does not happen tonight. I don't get raped, I don't get murdered. I know what to do. And I had this whole experience. And as soon as that happened, I was on my face at this point. He was on top of me. And this moment had happened off the back of him trying to take my belt off and that's when it kicked in this happened and it's like I came back and as soon as I came back it was insane it was like wow getting a memory drop of everything I'd ever done like I used to be a dancer I've done Muay Thai I've done Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and it's like I've done self-defense classes and all of these things that I've done, it was like the end of Matrix where Neo suddenly understands what he's doing. It's the only way I can describe it. But it's, that's also like what they say, when you're about to die, your life flashes before your eyes. That but didn't was, happen. No. It was different to that. No, no, no. My life did not flash before my eyes. No, I had this moment of basically, I, I feel like it was a conversation with my higher self. It was yeah. like, 
make a decision now. It was more focused. It was so focused. Yeah. I've never been so focused in my entire life. <laughs> and remember at this point, my life had been a total mess. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, a mess. I'd like, yeah, just very drunk, very intoxicated, very disheveled, all over the place, disorganized. I wasn't depressed, full of anxiety, everything, all the stuff, you know, the stuff. Yeah, I was living it. <laughs> I was living in that shit. It was awful. And it was like, like I said, this very serious thing happened. It was like, make the decision now, but it changes forever right now, either way. You just have to make the decision yeah. what it is. Yeah. And as soon as I said, I'm not dying, fuck that. It all came to me and it was like, boom, you know how to do this. And I just fought my way out. Don't get me wrong, it was difficult. It's not like I just like threw him off of me like Superman. No, there was a battle there. Yeah. But it was not, I just was so, this Determined. is, fuck yeah. you. Basically, yeah. it's not happening. Yeah, no, this isn't happening tonight. This is not happening. <laughs> And it didn't. Like, okay, my face was smashed up, basically. It was really bad. My nose was broken, etc. But wow, nothing else nice. happened. And I ran and I ran and I escaped it. And that was the, the turning point in my life. That's freaking crazy. And thank you so much for sharing that. No, like, it's important. It's important because... Here's the thing, the aftermath of this, I was not happy, okay? I left France two weeks later to visit home and I basically went to the airport with basically my handbag and in my clothes. I was so, just a shell. Yeah. And my mum was like, you have to come to London. Like, I need to see you. Obviously, I have to yeah, tell everyone. Yeah. And my mm -hmm. aunt and my grandfather had just died within two days of each other as well. And... I swear everything comes at this Of course it does. Always. <laughs> of course it does. So Jesus they were like, you have to come home. So I did. I came home and I never went back. Yeah. So all my stuff is still in France. I haven't seen my ex-boyfriend since. And I just moved back to London. I couldn't go back. I was broken. I was, And I stayed in, on my mum's sofa, on her sofa bed, or in it, shall I say, for about six weeks. And I just didn't, I couldn't move. I just lost everything, basically. Yeah. And that's the point um, that at the time, I felt like I'd lost everything, and in a way I had. But now what my understanding is, is that I broke down the identity that other people and myself had projected onto myself for years. Mm. That it was so in inauthentic. And that's why I was so lost all the time, because I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know... I just didn't know anything about myself. Yeah. And so it was just a hodgepodge. And like I said, just a mess. And it took that to totally destroy me to a point where 
that same person couldn't be rebuilt again. Yeah, you wouldn't. It's not even possible to go it's back. It's not possible. To that. No. No, yeah. and that's what I mean. It was very symbolic, actually, that I left all of my possessions in France. Oh, yeah, of course. Because it was like a total new start. Yeah. And it really was. And for again, like a year after that, it was bad. It was still. I was very miserable. I was very depressed. It, things went much better, and I was living with my mother. And then, I just decided one day to really start looking after myself a bit better. I just, I kind of got fed up with myself. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> no, okay, this isn't good enough. Like, there's answers out there. You used to be quite connected to these things, and you've lost that completely. So you need to get that back. What things? So, this just decision to like change led me to a spiritual well-being shop. And I thought maybe I'll get some candles and some incense and, you know, meditate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll do meditate. Yeah, that'll make me feel better. And before this, you weren't meditating? No, I wasn't. I had done. When I was dancing, I was much more... And when I was a personal trainer, I was, like, much more holistic. Yeah. And my life was much more balanced. Yeah. But in between this, there'd just been big periods of depression, anxiety, misery. Yeah. You know, the, a lot of terrible incidents seemed to, like, happen to me. Like I said, it just felt like life was always beating me one way or the other. And so I just thought, right, I know what's good for me. Eat better, get in nature, meditate. I'm just going to do it. So I went to the spiritual shop and that was my intention. Like I said, maybe get some nag champa or something. And then as I was like paying for whatever I was buying, like some incense cones. Yeah. I saw some tarot decks. Oh. And I was like... So this was last year? No, this is a couple of years ago. Okay. And I was like, oh, ooh, nice. Alistair Crowley's Thursday. And it was just more like, I, at this point, I wasn't like, this is what's going to help me. It was, oh, I'm in really interested to see what these are like. I didn't know that he had a, a deck, a tarot deck. So I bought this deck just out of sheer interest. Yeah. And I got it home with no intention of using it. I was big into astrology at this point. That's yeah. always been like a theme throughout my life. Been yeah, really same. like, yeah, a lot. <laughs> it's the guidebook to your life. I was like, and I sussed that out like years ago. And I still love it. It's forever a lesson. It's the biggest philosophy there is. Yeah, man. I love it. Yeah, same. Sunny, by the way. Sagittarius. That's why you said, oh, when I said I'm such a room I was looking at it, I was like, I'm, I'm getting sad energy, for sure. What's your moon? Um, Scorpio. Nice. Do you know your ascending? I can't remember. <laughs> I'd be interested to know. I think something like Cancer, maybe. I think Pisces, maybe. Yeah, water. Yeah. I think so. Cool. <laughs> anyway, so... Yeah, I take the deck home and I get it out and it's incredible. So it's still the deck that I go to all the time. It's like 
my soul yeah. is in it. Love it. That's so cool. But I, I, I didn't, I did not know anything about the tarot. Like I said, I never had a reading. Yeah. I knew of it, obviously, of yeah. course. But yeah. I just never focused my energy into reading about it. So once I started looking at it, I thought, oh, maybe I start reading about this, and that's it. It was like pulling the thread. It's like, <sighs> and I was in. I was like trying to do readings for myself straight away and I just got the space in my mother's kitchen, candles lit, I was doing like a bit of meditation, really getting in the zone. And then I started to understand like, shit, this works. Like that is scarily accurate. Like I was cross-referencing the, the meanings. I was still obviously learning a lot then, but it became my therapy. It was teaching me so much about myself the things that I just thought, oh, I just forget about that, or that's not important, or I don't want to think about it. No. And it was like, that's the reality, deal with it. Like, you have to deal with it, because I pretend to have dealt with it. That's <laughs> this crazy. is how amazing the tarot is. So you're like, yeah, I'm over that. Yeah, totally over that. I let it go. And then you do like another reading, and the same message comes up. But like reverse, so it's like, yeah, you're still not <laughs> sorting it out. You need to sort it out. It's like, okay. And then I understood that it was such a great tool for, like I said, raising these things. It's allowing these things to come to the surface. What's going on in my subconscious? Ugh, that's not good. But now I look at it, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, like I say to people when I give them readings, it's a mirror to your soul. Like, it's not telling you anything that you don't know. Yeah, I think, personally, that people were a bit confused of what it actually does. Because I think the idea of, like, it tells you the future, I feel like that's not quite accurate. <laughs> so, it's... If you think of it in terms of... It's got an animalistic quality to it because it is made of molecules, which everything is, like, atoms. Everything is made of the same thing. It vibrates at a different frequency. But if you understand that everything is alive to some degree, then art, especially, artists will understand this, becomes reality. And when you use the cards, it depends on what your intention is. Like, yeah. you, you can channel a tarot master to do a reading for you if you want. Yeah. And you're the vessel. Yeah. You can use it as personal practice. You can use it to tell the future, the fortune tell. But essentially what you have to understand about fortune telling is that your subconscious is already making a pattern of what is to come yeah. based on your experiences and yeah. Yeah. And like where your you beliefs are now. And where you are now. Yeah. And it's basically if you fortune tell and you perceive what is to come in the future and you don't like it, instead of worrying about it, actually what it's doing is empowering you to change it. Yeah, to act. Because if you yeah. don't like the outcome of something that's coming forward, yeah. it means that there's something going on that you need to look at. Yeah, so it sounds like it's just like a tool for action. It's a tool for action. But the thing is, not all tarot readers may explain it this way yeah, definitely. so they put it in a more fated way yeah well this is gonna happen but at least you know now and it's like 
but they didn't say, and you can change and it. And you have the control. Yeah. Yeah. Or let's have a look. What That's, advice do you have? That's so true. You know? So I think because I learned through using it as my own tools for therapy and understanding how effective it was that is now my approach my personal approach yeah i appreciate all approaches to tarot because it is very personal and people want different things and people's beliefs are different so it's no good for me to give a reading to somebody who is not in line with my aspect of time for example if they're very linearly thinking and they can't get out of that mindset I can't be talking to them in terms yeah. of nowness straight yeah. away, which they will understand. Exactly, yeah. but speaking their language. So I'm just very open with my intention that I want to get customers and clients and people coming to me who have this want to know more, mm-hmm. you know, and want to change. Those are the people that I really want to, yeah, to get in. Because that brings a, a bigger focused awareness. And that spreads out much better yeah. than trying to convince people who are not ready to be convinced, if you know what I mean. 100%. <laughs> you know, pick your battles. Yeah. It makes more sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, so the tarot is then how I started getting very into just all esoteric and like Western mysticism and East some traditions, nice. but just my thirst for knowledge on all things, yeah. everything, and I just yeah. allow it to just come yeah. and to piece it all together. That's so nice, I love it. Yeah, and it's, it's just a very nice, like I said, it's everything's unfolding. Everything folds now. It's just like, oh, right, oh. Connecting yeah. it all together. Just connecting yeah. all the dots forever. That's so cool. Yeah, it's really nice. So tarot is like your opening into the mystical realms of... Yeah. I, yeah. Did you ever have any touch with like anything like this before? So I had been doing magic when I was a child <laughs> without really knowing. I sort uh. of, you know, I was a Harry Potter kid yeah. and I was... I was trying to make things happen by making potions and whatnot. And essentially what I was doing was right because I was focusing my intention and will into what I was doing. And I was making it like, this is real. And I believed that it was real. Thus, I was manifesting. Yes. And, you know, at some point, it's not very cool. Maybe it wasn't so much that. It was just, you know, life started getting bit more yeah, stressful <laughs> and then you're like r- running around in the woods with a wand one day and then <laughs> you're like trying to pick up boys the next and yeah there's a bit of a, yeah, a drop yeah. there was so for me anyway i'm sure there's like little people that carry on that but there was a definite break i found drinking and drugs and so that's interesting i like that you call it a break <laughs> yeah it was a break yeah. yeah it was yeah, it's a break, of course. So when you came back to it, did it feel like, oh, familiar? It felt like, oh, I've been doing this my whole life. Oh, that's nice. You know how we, originally what we're saying about how Carl Jung does not have the memories now? Yeah. And then... It's the same thing. It's like... Yeah. I don't... 
have this thing of memories. It's like this the really dark period of my life. It's kind of just gone. It's just sort of gone. I dealt, I've gone back and I've, I've looked amazing. at all of these and I mean there's some real dark stuff in there. There's some real like it nearly broke me kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, yeah, it pushed me to the edge, yeah. you know, at the hands of another and the hands of myself, yeah. my own hands, you know. And I don't remember I don't remember any of that period of my life now. I honestly have like let it go and like I felt it be released from me, you know. I used to wow. have ev- I used to have wow. so many knots in my back. My best friend is a massage therapist and he does my massages. When I came back from France, the way he describes my bag is a packet of 15p ramen noodles dehydrated. He was like, that is what it felt like. And at this point, I did not have the understanding that that is trapped grief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's bad feeling. And it is yeah. hate, anger, <laughs> resentment. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's all the points where you've got fragmented in pain. Yes. And it's trapped inside of you. Preach. You know? <laughs> Preach. And I'm just like, man, I was on a bad bike. This sucks. And it's so obvious. Yo, when, when, when you, you realise... <laughs> when you realise... But the thing is, okay, the moment I realised was when... Okay, so like I said, after tarot, everything started coming very quick and naturally... I bought a load of crystals and I didn't read about anything, what you're supposed to do with them or anything. I always like to approach things with my intuition first. And then when I get to a point where I'm like a little stuck, I kind of want a bit of guidance, then I might start further reading. So I got the crystals and I was just drawn to this pink, uh, this rose quartz and I had it in my hand and I remember lying in my bed and I was gripping it so tight and I just said I just said I release all shame and guilt Mm. that I have over and then I started just saying these incidents that had happened and this circumstance that I got myself in and as I was saying it I really meant it and it was like like this yawn, this like gasp of air was coming from me. I was like, oh, I'm like being exercised. What the hell is that? That happened to me last night. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, and it was really warm inside my mouth. Yes, it comes up like breath. I was like, what is going on? I've never experienced it before. That is grief release. Is it? That's, yeah, it's it's releasing grief and that's all this mad. like, fi- this energy. Yeah. That's what it is. And that's what I mean. I was doing it. And the more I did it, the more I got into it. I was so focused. I was saying like, I was releasing all these things. And I was going back to moments in my life where I'd been really hurt or I'd really gone through abuse or pain or these moments. And I was like looking at it and just emotionally stepped away from it. I went, forgive yourself. Like you didn't do anything wrong here. Like, you don't need to be stuck in this moment. Like, you don't need to preserve yourself here. Let it go. Like, it doesn't rule you. And this breath is like, currently, honestly, it just felt like someone was like, releasing demons from me. 
And I'm not joking, wow. the, the night I did it for like an hour and I was crying. Even it was such a release. And the next day I woke up and I felt like I'd been to a spa for the weekend. My back, it's normally I was waking up like this, like going in the shower, like trying to do myofascial release, like anything. And I woke up the next day and I was like, what? What? And I had no pain. Wow, you felt it. Yeah, I was like trying to feel for all these knots. And there was still loads of knots. <laughs> and there was still pain. <laughs> but I mean, oh, I love that. the polarity is like, yeah. okay, from like dark grey to like light grey. There was, there was a big difference for me. Okay, it wasn't from like, you know, everything to like healed. No. Mm. But no, it's really different. And that's when it had this like, that is what that is. It's trapped grief. Oh my gosh. That's why people get sick. Oh my gosh. Oh, and then, like I said, everything maps out. So then you start looking at why do you get certain things like eczema in certain places? Oh, because each body part is linked to a certain thing. This is what I mean. I love it the way that you describe it because I can definitely relate. It's like the knowledge just comes to you. Yes. It doesn't even come from anywhere, but you just know. And it makes so much sense. Yes. And you're just like, yeah. That's it. (laughs) Because the thing is, right. Okay. What we have to understand is that the universe, it's not just us, it's a lot, there's a lot going on. And we don't have to go so deep into that, but as long as we <laughs> understand that like, we're not the only mm-hmm. things in the entire universe, yeah. you know, and dimensionally speaking, again, with it's not just like a one thing here, but again, we don't have to go too far into that, but... <sighs> another time once you recognize that it's in the 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 interest of the universe for the planet earth to be doing well because that raises the frequency of the entire universe then you understand that we're we're being gifted with knowledge from higher resources let's say and Mm -hmm. we are on a physical plane Mm -hmm. in a human shell Mm. when we go beyond that there's not always the case thus how does one communicate when it's not a transfer from person to person Mm, yeah exactly it's the same way it's vibration but when it's coming from like i said not right here tangible i can see it blah 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 instant it it comes via a vibration yeah and you feel it and like it's not being spoken to you. Yeah. You get the knowing. Yeah. Because you already know these things. Yeah. You're just asleep to it. Yeah. And that's how, when I say everything unfolds, it's having that awareness that you do know everything, that you are asleep, and the awakening, and that is what the path is. Yeah. You're walking the path of waking up, and you're allowing it to just naturally flow in you, through you, around you, and you understand that everything is connected. The butterfly effect, every tiny movement has an effect on everything because we're all connected and we all are 
one. Love it. <laughs> what is your definition of like uh, vibrating? What did you say? At a higher frequency. Because I feel like that phrase is used a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's all about the vibes. <laughs> yeah. So I guess if you consider that, like at a very scientific basic level, nothing rests, everything moves. So maybe we can't see it, but as soon as you ma magnify anything, we can see atoms moving. We know that this is what happens because we see water go from liquid, gas, solid, and it's heat. Changes that, you can't argue, we see it. <laughs> okay, you can't argue with that, folks. Yeah. So, we understand that things move, things vibrate, and everything has its own vibrational frequency. And the more compact and dense that is, you get solids, the softer that is, you get liquids, and the more so, you get gas. So, if you consider that we are made of these things, we have a vibration. Now, when we talk about vibes, what we want to do is anchor ourselves in a high vibration. So, by being in nature, you know, taking a meditation practice, <laughs> having practice, yeah, practice, <laughs> yeah, because it, it is a practice, and you know, alongside that, obviously, <laughs> yoga practice. Because then you can meditate for longer, and that's the point of yoga. So you can sit and meditate for longer and become superhuman. Love that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So all of these things that we know, vegetables, anything that goes there, you can even see it. So this is the vibration. This is a dowsing pendulum, and you can see, you can check this. And the way that it moves, it ha they both have their own frequency, and what we're doing is checking the vibration of the plant and as you can see it's alive and so it's moving you can do it over your palms because you have chakras in your palms and then it's it's quite minimal today but if i've been doing tarot it can be like this because of the power that is coming through you the light the energy so that is what we talk about when we say vibration and when you are feeling ill, sick, negative, you're speaking hateful words, swearing, all this stuff, drinking, smoking, all the stuff that we know is like bad for you, let's say, puts you in a low vibration. And you know what it is. Even if you're not aware of it, you know that you can go to a bar or a restaurant and then you can be like walking and go, no. And you don't know why you're saying no. It's like, it seems like everything's good there. But you just like... Well, you feel it. You feel it. Mm. Exactly. It's like when you're walking down the street and you sense that somebody is behind you. That's so vibration. When you're feeling like in a high frequency, what does it feel like for you? So, I feel very relaxed. And for somebody who can be quite highly strung, <laughs> I can. <laughs> I really notice the difference. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, like, if I'm really... Vibing high. Oh, I'm so relaxed. <laughs> Everything seems easy. Yeah. I don't have too many thoughts as well. Okay, that's yeah. That's a that's really important. When I'm really in a high vibration, say I've had like a really long, good ritual bath, the full moon, done some intentions, like done a lot of like nice witchy stuff. 
I feel like really light yeah. and less dense. And just, if, can you just explain this little... Uh... This thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> so it's a pendulum, I guess. It's like the most common okay. thing you would call it. Um, you can get them in a variety of designs, let's say. Like chakra ones and whatnot. But essentially they have like crystals on the bottom. Usually in a point, sometimes they're spherical, like I said, it's up to whoever wants to do it however they want. But this is like traditionally how you would find them. And crystals, so they have very unique um, vibrations. There's a very big school of thought, I sit with these, that a lot of the ancient wisdom of the universe is encoding, in, encoded within crystals. Yeah, man. You know, love it. and it's all different and it's all there. All the information that you could possibly ever need and want is right there, available to you. Yeah, someone told me in a ceremony last year that the crystals are so ancient, they've been here, they've seen everything that's happened yes. over aeons. They, Absolutely. They have wisdom and knowledge. And yeah. look, all our technology is made of crystalline. All of it. Yeah. And water is the new, the new way that technology is going because of the memory. They know scientists are starting to understand the quantum aspects of water and its ability to hold memory, retain yeah. insane amounts within one drop. More than you can ever conceive in one drop. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. So, like we were just saying, if you consider all of these brilliant ideas, you can then understand the sort of power this thing can have. And it is up to the individual how you use it. You know, I would say, okay. just go with what you think. Go with what you feel. That's how I approach everything. I don't like being told what to do. Yeah, same. And, yeah. And it, <laughs> but I love to learn. And that's the difference. It's like, Ooh. yeah. I, I don't like being told what to do, but I love to learn. But it's like you gotta you gotta pick and choose where you get your information from. Yeah, you have to be discerning. Absolutely, <laughs> totally. But I think it's really important to get your own grounding and understanding of something, mm. so that when you are bestowed wisdom, look, you might already know how to do it. It's like me with the tarot. I just started doing it. Yeah. And I started to interpret it and write it down, and then I would check it. And I would see if my interpretation was anything like what the standard interpretations of tarot cards are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And quite often there was huge crossovers, but then yeah. there was also the personal element to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that is, people are reading a lot about things. There's a lot of reading going on, a lot of talk. There's not a lot of doing. I don't see a lot of people doing. Yeah, I agree. Do you know what I mean? I it's yeah. like, there's a lot of witches out there who are like into crystals and, and they've got an amazing collection and essential oils and whatnot, but they're not doing any rituals. They're not meditating with the crystals. They're not, not maybe they're like saying affirmations like, I'm beautiful, which is great and lovely, but like you're sat there with like thousands of years of ancient magic, magic right in front of you at your disposal. 
and you know you, you're doing a little chant like do the chanting do the affirmations but kick the door open and go explore because that is where you're going to find your personal power Boom. that is where you're going to find your tribe like that is you can't sit there at home and just meditate and just <laughs> meditate like you've got to take the wisdom from the meditation and put it into practice yeah. So true. You so know, true. you can't as well just be all about spirituality. That's the other thing. We've all been there, and that's all you talk about, and you bore everyone. I love that. It's yeah. true. It's true. It's true. Everyone true. goes through that, and like some people, it's longer than others. Some people, whatever, it never happens. But that's good. I was because I was gonna ask you, how do you like find the balance, let's say, uh, between like exploring these different realms? I've come to realize that preaching doesn't work and it's not cool <laughs> Very i think uncool. we can just end it there <laughs> it's just okay so when i first started to really like get really deep and i'm talking like i had the tree of life i was studying kabbalah and i'm talking like that is Whew, that shit is heavy. Like, <laughs> I, I felt nauseous when I started to understand that it's too much for now. But basically, I was filled with this information. I was like, I've got to tell everyone. Yeah, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah, must yeah. know everything. And then you feel like that's your crusade. But then I would get so, I'd be so like, I have to tell everyone. They'd be at house parties and it would be like, <laughs> we sat under like, a metaphorical tree with my disciples sat around me and me like trying to break down oh like God, the four that. realms of god existence and <laughs> oh my goodness and people are looking at me like you're an asshole like really yeah because i was just preaching going you're just not ready to wake up you think you're you're a dick sometimes because you, it's hard you you go from not understanding to suddenly yeah. have so much understanding yeah. that you feel totally isolated. I think this is the natural progression. It's totally natural. And like, forgive yourself. Yeah. Like, whatever. Like, it's a journey. Yeah. Maybe you don't be like that, but that was me. And I'm happy to say that. Yeah. I'm... So to being isolated and then... Yeah, being isolated, frustrated. Yeah. Feeling like... Why does no one else get it? Yeah. You have a resentment there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's normal because it's not, you know, everyone thinks that a spiritual and like breakthrough is like, wow, the vibes are going to be high. I'm going to manifest everything I want and then it's going to be great. Law of attraction, yes. It's not like that. And that's what I'm saying about the path is that you've got to let. It unfold naturally and just know that it is the journey. It's not the end. There is no end. Mm -hmm. It is the journey and that's the most magical and exciting bit. That's mm -hmm. why I encourage people to get up and actually start putting things into practice because you can have the theory done, but if you're not living it, then what are you doing? 100%. So have you found it uh, easier? How did you deal with the isolation and resentment? I I decided that if I relaxed mm. and I started to use what I was finding for 
very positive reasons, not just for myself, but for other people. But without telling them, just doing it, I thought, well, I'll see what happens. And at the time, I think a lot of the reason why I was feeling like this, I was not happy in my work situation. And I said out loud, I, I'm fed up of this, I wanna, I wanna be out of here. And then about three months passed, and it was like the universe was like, okay, you didn't do anything, okay, we end this for you. And a pretty shit experience happened there, and I was fired. And it was all quite trivial, and I was quite mad. But then I thought, oh no, wait a minute. I asked for I asked for this. <laughs> okay. And that's the moment, really. This, so I guess it was surrender and making a decision based positively aspected, coming from a place of love, then made me go, oh dear, now you have to put everything into practice. Like I was just saying, I had all the theory. And like I said, okay. I was up there on this pedestal of knowledge, okay. but I was not practicing it. I was serving it to people in a very aggressive manner. Okay. Uh, but I wasn't living it. I was still at a job I didn't like. I was suffering on, thinking, well, I'm going to sort it out later down the line. I wasn't manifesting because I wasn't putting it into practice. So it's reading about vibrations and this and that, I mean, the tarot. I was doing a lot of healing, but it wasn't doing what I'd heard works, you know? Yeah. Really changing the mindset, really going to town on like visualization. How long do you think that lasted? Like your period of just reading and gaining? Oh, that's never stopped and will never stop. Or was a transition into putting it into practice, so. So. But yeah, of course. <laughs> I think, so it was quite a long time. It was about eight months. Okay. So about eight months of like solidly yes. just embracing everything. Like I was a bit of a loner and a hermit at this yeah. time, so I wasn't splitting my time. I was yeah. kind of just going home and yeah. embroiling myself into it just because I was getting so many answers. Yeah. And I was feeling more and more empowered in myself and present and mm. things were just rapidly changing. But I would go to work and it would all like go to shit. And that's what I mean. So this kick I had this mono this isn't fair I can't believe it. and then it was like almost like oh what oh no 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 you asked this. <laughs> no, 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 no. this is a favor yeah so then I thought right and what do you really want you want to be a spiritual advisor you know that that's what's coming you're not going to lose your love for this this is your life now but how are you going to do it I don't know I don't know enough yet okay well you need to do something else in the meantime Right, okay, what am I going to do? You need some money. It's all very Shit. practical. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, right, this just keep doing what you're doing, but you need to find just nicer work, better work. Yeah. Manifest it. That's what you've heard you just, should be doing. Yeah. Put yeah. everything you know into practice. Yeah, nice. You've got nothing to lose, and you have everything to gain, and in fact, you don't have a job, and you've yeah. got about to quit in your bank, so it's going to work. Yeah. And that was it. And I put everything that I'd learned into practice. And I'm talking like, I was walking my dog every day in Hackney Marshes, holding on to trees, mm. telling them everything that I mm. wanted to manifest, telling them what service I wanted to render to the universe and what I would give back and why it was important, 
why I wanted to do it and what I have gratitude for, everything. And I just started speaking to the nature and I started speaking to my spiritual guides and I just found that everything started turning the wheel of fortune. Tarot, I started getting loads of tarot readings. I was just saying every day. I'm so happy and grateful now that I do at least three tarot readings every day and make people's life better. And it's just over and over and over again, just changing my subconscious, just approaching everything like with ease and gentleness and mm. love and appreciation and gratitude and kindness and all of these beautiful things that I hadn't been doing. I'd be trying to force this knowledge and then I thought, but you're not living it. You're telling everyone else to do it. You're not doing it. Yeah. Just, why should they believe there's no proof? Love it. You're grumpy spiritual <laughs> marge get a grip <laughs> yeah you know what i mean yeah and as soon as i started to do that but it's great it unfolded and then i was yeah. like oh yeah it works and that's why now i have the ability to tell people yeah. and to show them and to share something like this i think it's also great to to know the different faces of who you can be within the whole sea of this change right yeah. It's like, yes, you can be that grumpy person. Yes, you're going to be the hermit. Yes, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, like, you, we have, what, at least six archetypes. Each. Yeah, and it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And if you don't believe me on this, think back to the moment that you move in with your partner for the first time, and suddenly your living room feels very crowded, and there's only two of you in there, but they've just moved in their hidden archetypes that you weren't aware of. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. Because as soon as that guard is down, it's like... Oh Everyone's welcome. Everyone. The there's like eight, like 12 people all in the room and it's oh everyone. Oh that's so true. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's so true. What do you think has been your mo- the most challenging part of this transition? <laughs> uh. I think at first was being taken seriously because That's big. people that, yeah, okay, so yeah, this is big because <laughs> people, people who know you, this is what stops a lot of people from letting go and moving forward. Yeah, 100%. Is what will everyone think? Yeah. What will everyone say? I, I'm a fake? No, you're not. Like, and if anyone tries to stop you from changing for the better, then reconsider that you know yeah. you love from afar maybe take a step yeah. back from that so how did you deal with that well i was i haven't been a bit of a strange person my entire life in a lot of regards i'm kind of used to people being a bit like with me like i don't really get this so i already had like a good kind of you either like me, you do not like me, it does yeah. not really matter. I think the the change from being someone that everyone knew as like a, like a bit of a wreckhead, a bit of a party girl, just always hours, like bit up to no good kind of stuff. You know, I had a bit of that image going on. Yeah. And I think the worry was for me that people would think that I had an agenda um, because I was trying to like start some projects 
and it was so coinciding and I thought that people would think oh you've been really nice now because you want people to like support you but you've been a bit of a dick in the past I think that was a worry for me again it's like other people's identity other people's projections onto you and I guess what you have been giving to them but then I just thought look if it's coming from a place of good and like like it's genuine which it was I thought well, how can anyone be mad at you for like getting a hold of yourself and yeah, making a positive change well people are <laughs> they can be but what I've learned is that if you expect them not to, to if you expect them to positively embrace it they will mm. if you're you know if your expectation is that people will battle you they'll battle you if your expectation is people will be angry at you they'll be angry at you. You see where this is going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all it's like comes down to... Down. Yeah, you... Judgment. Yeah, your judgment against other people. Mm. You know, by you putting out there, I think that people are going to judge me, you're then permitting them to do it. You're putting yeah. the option on the table. And being afraid that they're going to... Yeah, you're then going, okay, I put that option on the table <laughs> as well. Whereas yeah. if the only options you give yourself are people are going to love me more, People are going to respect me. People are going to be really inspired. And they're going to be absolutely on Fair. board and happy <laughs> for me. It's yeah. kind of what happened. And what is very interesting is within your community, once you start rising up and you become that person, Mate. you start to see everyone else do it. Uh, yeah. Everyone 100%. else. 100%. Since I went sober... I know three men who were big, big drinkers, let's say, who have all decided, who never in a million years would think so, all gone sober. And it's like, you almost give people permission to grow themselves. Because we do live in a society that judges people that want to be better themselves. But as soon as one person does it, and then is open to helping other people, and being there, and being supportive, then it gives them permission to change. And suddenly, you know, especially if people respect you and you offer them some nice advice and some wisdom, then they then say, okay, now I can do that to someone else. And that is literally how you make positive change. Yeah. That is the best thing you can do. Empower yourself. Yeah. Initiate yourself. Yeah. And then be the anchor mm. of the vibration. Set it, help people get further up, and then be the one that lets them hold on and anchor to it and raise it up. Yeah, it's amazing. I was watching this video, TED Talk, I can't remember who it was, but some very famous author and tech guy, I think. But he was, it was called How to Start a Movement. And he's just basically played this video of this guy. Oh, it's Seth Godin. And he's dancing on the hill. Yeah, I've seen it. It's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, I love it. As you were describing it, that's just what came to my mind. That's exactly it. Because one person starts dancing crazy. Yeah. And then it takes courage for the next person to go and join them. Yes. Next thing you know. It's everyone. everyone. Yes, exactly. It takes one mad idiot. To yeah. go out and be like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like you said, I, you know, you always got to look back and go, what did my life teach me? 
like I said, my life was very difficult, very hard. Mm. I've suffered a lot of shit from people, you know, mm. people. I, but I never gave up my, I, my authenticity mm. for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, there was like projections going on. But my core values were always there. But that's right. I've never been afraid to just be like, this is it. But I was too aggressive with my approach before. And that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the guy dancing on the hill. He's not aggressively dancing. He's having a good he's time. Like, <laughs> yeah. And how can you not be drawn to that? That's, that's the point. True. That's so true. How Great can you not love that? Yeah. How can you not want to be a part of that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's having a great time, I want her to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like, and just let go. Yeah. Let go of it. And that's, that's the really important thing there. It's like anyone who is feeling like, so what true. will people say? Blah, blah, blah. Like, make yourself so happy and love yourself so much that nobody could possibly mad at you or angry because you're so great to be around yeah that who could possibly go what is up with this person i can't believe they changed they're gonna be like oh my god what are you on what are you having how do i do this what can i do how can i change how can i how can i get to where you are Uh, yeah i think also for me as i like progress in life everything just becomes i just start to handle things with a lot more ease and grace and then when people see that, it's like, oh, yeah. how, how, oh, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, girl, <laughs> yeah, I know, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. so when you look at it, like, what will people say, instead of imagining yeah. that they're going to be like, oh, look, she thinks, or like, he thinks he's everything now, because yeah. he's got a few crystals that's and meditates, yeah. yeah, when you imagine that people are going to be like, yes, yeah. <laughs> Yes, you're amazing. It It happens. I love the way that you've described this because it's very practical. Yeah. And I feel like you haven't, it's not, it really hasn't been like these fluffy words, you know, because I think sometimes you get lost in that and what they really mean, you know. Yeah. I, is there anything that I've I've said that you'd like me to clarify? I I wanted to ask you just about self love. <laughs> mm, such biggie. Yeah. Okay, I think first and foremost, the most important thing, I urge everyone to do it, Ooh, is go. be aware from now on what does your inner dialogue sound like? Oh, yeah, that's good. That's so good. <laughs> because there's a fair chance. That it's actually like that, or it's shouting, like, why are you doing that? What's wrong with you? Or, you are disgusting. Yes. Fucking worthless. Yeah. It could be anything. It could be your own voice. It could be someone else's. Check that. That's the first thing. You've got to be aware of that. Because if that dialogue is just horrible, basically. Hating you, yeah. If that is how you're treating yourself, that is, again, you're just permitting other people to treat you that way. If you have a solid, grounded love and appreciation and respect for yourself, nobody can give you anything but that. 
nobody. If you are anchored in that feeling of total love, appreciation and respect for yourself, that is all anyone will give you. Mm. So it is so important to feel this way about yourself and to really understand how incredible you are. <laughs> like you've got to understand like how amazing you are. Oh my word, yes. You do, <laughs> like if you do not understand that, like how the hell, I sound like RuPaul, but like how is anyone else gonna read that? You know, and that goes to your vibration. Look, if you are living from your heart, and remember in your heart, you have the same cells, not as many, but you have cells like you do in your brain, in your heart. Your heart remembers, your heart has a consciousness. Your heart is a part of what leads you in your life. And if that, if you're not leading your, your life from this place of love and unconditional love, you are not guarding yourself. You're not emitting light. You're not, you're gonna be very dense. You're gonna be very fragmented. You're gonna be giving off unusual vibes that people can't read, they don't understand you. That cause them to be guarded. And of course, and you just get this horrible cycle of people not being able to be around each other without drinking because they feel very uncomfortable in each other's space because everybody's got this restlessness and unanchored energy. So how do we get over it? We drink mm -hmm. so that we feel more relaxed and we can all settle into like ourselves. And that's the second thing, self-love. Be aware of what you're using as a crutch to feel comfort. Because if you feel on edge without a substance, then there's a fair chance that there's some inner work that really needs to be done there. And the moment you stop trying to change everyone else around you and you change yourself, everything around you changes. It really does. Because you stop being, you stop noticing what other people are doing that's annoying you. You recognize that that's what, exactly what you're doing. They're just mirroring your shitty behavior. And as soon as you take ownership of that and go, I totally do that. <laughs> Instead of living in denial and going, you should be more like this. Point the finger back that way and go, no, you should be more like this. And go, oh, okay. my bad. <laughs> my bad. Do it. And then suddenly this yeah. person is not doing it anymore. Or they are. And it does not even bother you. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you start turning the finger in and then you rectify all these things and you forgive yourself for being a bit of a dick for years <laughs> and you change things by yourself and then you're like, I'm a much better person. Do you know what? When other people's flaws arise, you love them. You don't see them as flaws. You just think, oh, that's just you. And if they want some help to improve and maybe organize themselves a bit better or whatever, you're just there to help. You can just love them and be there for them. Just be kind, you know. I'm battling everyone around you. When really, the battle's with yourself. Yeah, That's sure. all it is. Yeah. If you feel like you're fine with everyone in your life, it's because you've got some serious, mm -hmm. unbalanced shit going on inside. Yeah. And I suggest 
look at what really irritates you about other people and then really sit and think on how your own behavior perhaps mirrors that yeah and that is your big power there that is the key to self-love i love that i feel like we should end it there because that was so good (laughs) so good thank you so much oh you're very welcome it's been really cool i really enjoyed it and yeah thanks for sharing this because i think this channel is just so that we can all learn from each other absolutely and i think it's really important it yeah i couldn't agree more i think more of this definitely yeah be bold, be proud, you know, and to give the highs and the lows. We live in a world of polarity, like I said. Yeah. That we, you know, as above, so below, so within, so without, black, white, left, right. There has to be an experience from both ends. Mm. We can't just share the good, yeah. the light all the time. We've got to put a torch on the shadow and go, yeah. that's real. A lot of people are feeling it. And bringing that out and letting it arise and loving it. Nurturing it. Shape, reshaping it, doing yeah. a bit of alchemy. Yeah. Turn it to the light. <laughs> there we go. Love it. And, um, yeah, where can people find you? So, <laughs> yes. Um, let's just say Instagram is Holy Bones Tarot. I am going to be doing a big overhaul. So it's now becoming, you know, instead of like more hobby, I do readings, I'm taking it to the next level. So yeah, there's going to be a bit of a a refresh, but if you find me there, I'm going to be keeping updated with like website and whatnot. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.